I'm in. I'm in. Let's All do right. this. And welcome to episode 61 of the Romantic About Baseball podcast. I am your host, Adam C. McKinnon, joined as often by my co-host, the Statmaster General, Jim Passon Jr., Hey, we've made it up to Roger Maris's home run count. From, we uh, did. 1961, 61 home runs. Is there now in, and one of the better baseball movies, by the way, 61. I love that movie. That's a great movie. I, you yep. know, it, I'm, I'm not always into the whole, like, you know, the, the, um, the lore, the Yankees lore necessarily, but that's just, and it's hard to do baseball. Baseball movies are like shark movies. There's like really good ones <laughs> and really bad ones. Nothing <laughs> in the middle really. Yeah. And, no. and I am of the opinion that, um, for 61, the 61 uh, number movie, 61 and 42, yep. a couple of the best baseball movies. And, uh, and, uh, yeah, so I, I am a, uh, and then of course, if you're a real purist, if we were all really purist, it's the last home run record that was broken, right? Because, yeah. you know, yeah, kind of, and almost and bonds. And- you might have to be even more purist than that. If you, I mean, if you, if you really wanted right. to, it was a 162 game season that year. So that some people think 60 is still the number. So yeah, but a lot of people don't believe 60 is the number because that happened before baseball even integrated. So <laughs> it's like, okay, well, you know, uh, I'll just guess I'll take the Barry Bonds record and we'll just asterisk everything. Yeah. I mean, because none of them fit. It's, it's all the asterisk. Dan Okrant said it best. The asterisk is, in the mind of the fan and <laughs> and uh, to to deviate from that a little bit it should probably stay there most of the time yeah right should, that'd be good it should really right. stay there so yeah uh, if you, yeah the one thing at least we can i know i guess we can't we can't even all agree on that the 61's the <laughs> yankees record right because they yeah, have ruth 60 and 150 yeah. so yeah what, yeah no no we just can't agree on anything it's the it's home pretty, run record belongs to everybody we all got it it's pretty too. Yeah, there you go. See, you're 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 a, you're a uh, record socialist, right? Yeah, yeah. So I would I would totally have the record, but nobody ever gives me an opportunity. I know. All you need is your else. shot, man. All you need That's is it. your shot. Yeah. So everybody else's home runs asterisk. Exactly. See, if if Stankowitz can get his shot, you got you can get yeah. yours. Yeah, uh, so so um, so today, Jim, it's 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 just it's just us today. Uh, Wonderful day of baseball we had. Today. Yeah, don't. Oh man, come on. We're like what, like two minutes into this thing, and you got <laughs> you got to bring up. You, everyone saw it, but like, yeah, the Braves managed to scrape together one hit over. 14 innings of baseball. It's one thing to get one hit by Zach Gallen, but it's another thing to get no hit. And it is a no hitter, uh, by Madison Bumgarner. So, and, then, and if this was like 2011, okay, fine. I'll, I'll, you know, get no hit by Madison Bumgarner. You know, that's, that's the way it goes. Sometimes it's 2021 <laughs> and that's not okay. Madison Bumgarner nope. entered that game with the highest ERA starters, <laughs> ERA among qualified starters. <laughs> he, hadn't, he hadn't seen the seventh inning since 2019. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's been a while since he's gotten to the seventh inning, uh, which less finished it. So yeah, then finished it with no hits against yeah a, a team with Acuna and Freeman and Albies and the gang on it. That's bonkers. Yeah, it's uh, it's not our not our proudest not our proudest moment. So yeah, Jacob but, DeGrom would never let that happen to the Mets if he was in the line. <laughs> 
Yeah. Okay. See, there you you're making me feel better already. I'm not better, but you know, at least there's at least there's the Mets and Jacob Degrom. But you know, we're we're here to talk about. Um, we're we're here to talk about the season so far, and there was a, there was we were talking about some teams that generally we found concerning. You know, there's the, there's a um, uh, if you think Braves fans are insufferable after this, just wait to the, you know the Yankees fan base is just melting down right now. Um, and I I was curious, uh, you know, is it really as bad as it seems? So I took to the I took to the bird app as as you as I often do, and um, you know put it to the put it to the Twitter verse uh, the little one that I have here that we have, and uh, I said, you know which team concerns you the most of these three? Because I picked three I picked three teams that like in the beginning of the season were pretty much unanimous picks, or at least you know mostly consensus picks to be leading their division for the most part. The Atlanta Braves, the New York Yankees, and the Houston Astros. Now, would you believe, Jim, and you saw the poll, so you know the results, uh, 44.5% of people chose the Yankees as their most concerning five sub-500 team. And we're going to get, you know, we're going to get to them. Yep. The Braves, cl- Braves clocked in at 22.6% of the vote. The Astros took 33, almost 33% of the vote. So my question to you, I'll pose this question to you, Jim. Maybe we'll get to the Yankees now, but um, you know, of these three teams, which one concerns you the most? I'll be the Twins. No, no, no. <laughs> they could have possibly been on that list too, right? Just mm-hmm. another one. I didn't really have the Twins that far up though either. I had the White Sox and the Royals up there competing yeah. pretty hard with them. But yeah, I, these three teams. I mean, the one that concerns me the most, I think, is the Braves. I really think that uh, their issues that they have at the starting pitching uh, right now is just not panning out for them very well. Um, up and down offense, where it's, sometimes it's scoring and sometimes it's doing absolutely the opposite. Um, I, I don't think that wins in that division. So, uh, and if it doesn't win in that division, I don't know if it's going to be enough to to snag a wild card spot either. So, uh, I, I feel like the Braves are probably, yeah. The one in the most panic mode, I guess. If it was me, if I was if I was one of those three teams, I'd feel like I'd most panic if I was the Braves. Yeah, it's it is um, it's freakishly concerning, uh, you know. And I say, and I deliberately say those words because the uh, for me the the team that's most concerning is is the Astros. But but I want to but I want to speak on the on the Braves for a second here because yes, as we record this, the Braves managed somehow to do what they did today, or really what they didn't do today. Um, so, but if the, you're gonna not do it, you got to not do it well. Right? We don't have asset <laughs> here in Atlanta. No. But the uh, the big thing here is okay. Um, it, when it comes to the concern around the Braves, to me. You know, this is, yes, there are some, there, what these early sample sizes do with these teams, and I'm talking about all these teams in general, it exposes, yes, small sample size, that's fine, I get that. But what it does is it exposes flaws in the teams, because if a team is good on paper, most of the time, 
it it doesn't have the red flags. It'll it'll underperform, it'll overperform, it'll go through, you know, peaks and valleys and all of that. But coming right out of the gate, you can see systemic problems in or in the early going. And it's not like the games in April games in September count double than they do in April. These are still games <laughs> that, you know, the these teams are in competitive divisions for the most mm-hmm. part, right? So yep. So I do, I do want to start with the Braves because I, I think you're onto something there. Uh, and, and so what I did was I took to, I took to the fan graph to quote Don Sterling. Um, the, and what I, what I looked at was, uh, I tried to find any kind of correlation that I could here to. And so what I did was I took, I used, um, according to Babbitt plus, and I compared it to what weighted runs created plus. So Babbitt plus, as you would probably imagine, it's it's a you know basically a normalization and park adjustment for batting average and balls in play. Yep. So the Braves, uh, the Braves have a ninety three Babbitt plus, so they're seven percent below Babbitt below standard Babbitt. Yep. They're clocking in at a one oh three weighted runs created plus. So despite their struggles, they're still performing above average. Yep. Now that may change, obviously, with today's d- disaster. But the thing is, is that what that t- it tells me that the true talent could possibly come on the offensive side. You know, they're, they're, if you look at their FIP to their XFIP, um, their XFIP is nearly a third of a run lower. You know, they're for um, for as a team. So you're looking at a four three six X FIP. Excuse me, a four three six FIP to a four XFIP. That would put them about middle of the pack. Okay. They're, what this does, though, is this, expo- this exposes two things. It exposes, one, uh, the bullpen. The bullpen's XFIP in Atlanta is a 448. That's darn near the bottom. And it's true. I, 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 uh, I thought the Braves would be like a, you know, the Braves would be a nice, you know, um, they could have a solid bullpen if they signed Shane Green. For some reason, beyond anyone's comprehension, they didn't. And so now the team has a substandard bullpen. I mean, Sean Newcomb, they la- cannot be your shutdown arm. Yeah, you know? no. And and that's and that's a real that's a real problem. Um, they've got a good starting rotation despite all of the injuries to their starting pitchers, Freed, Soroka. Um, you know they have a lot. Of, I think their depth is oft criticized, but it, and it's it still remains underrated. You oh, know, yeah. So yeah, with Morton, uh, Inela, uh, Smiley, Anderson. I mean, yeah, missing Freed and Soroka on top of that. That's I mean. There's a lot to like still. I mean, and I get it. It's not like an elite rotation, but it, oh. it, 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 it it's serviceable. And I think that this is a, so this is a team I think that is more of the three on this list to me is the most likely to maybe uh, progress towards the mean a little bit. So I feel like their BABIP has underperformed. Uh, they're, they're pitching a little worse than their expected stats would give you. Um, so I think that for me, the, the Braves are probably the, the opposite, the least concerning. Um, for me, it's the, the Yankees are the most concerning. Um, oh, I, 
I understand that, right? I mean, <laughs> Yankee fan, everything's more concerning. It doesn't matter. They could be, they could be twenty and five at this point, and be like, "Ah, oh, those five. Ooh, that really got me worried with those five, right? It's always concerning time in Yankee Land. I, I mean, for me, the Braves. It's just a man that, that division. I just, yeah. See, just, that's a good point. Yeah, how you get out of there if you're not playing solid baseball, right? And so. Um, and I think they get there, right? I think it's I think it's got to come back to what the team is as a whole. I think you've got extremes, right? You you have the two games today where you lose five nothing, seven nothing, total of one hit, and that's that's going to be countered by a game where they're probably going to win like thirteen to three and 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 out hit the other team by by triple, right? And it's right. just yeah, it's still two losses to one win, you know, when it happens. It's just it's just eventually it's going to become okay well now there's just six five victories and six three victories and and the occasional four two loss and everything else just even keel more but man it set yourself back right against that division thankfully the rest of the division isn't running away but um up-to-date fan graphs odds on the braves aren't near as high as they used to be mm-hmm. um currently sitting at 46.6 percent to make the postseason and down to 2.9% chance to win the World Series. So, yeah. Not what you want. And I, some of that comes with the Dodgers and the Padres playing as well as they're playing over there too. So, um you're going to see your your uh, World Series odds drop and everything else. So, I just yeah, to me it just seems like they've got the the worst road, right? Where the where the Yankees are still sitting at the chance and a 13.3% chance of winning the world series. Well, the, the difference is I think when you're talking about things like fan graphs uh, odds and things of that nature, um, you have a lot of projectability on the Yankees side. There's still a lot of unproven's on the, on the, uh, on the Braves side. We still don't quite know what we're getting out of Ian Anderson. We still don't quite know what we're getting even out of like Mike or, or out of Soroka or out of, um, you know, a lot of players in that lineup. We didn't know who's going to play center field. Pache's bat is not coming along, meeting up with his glove. Enciarte is on the injured list again, and maybe that's for the better. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's, 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 um, yeah, we're running out, um, Heredia, you know, to center field on a, on a daily basis. So, yeah. I think ultimately it, it's, it's something where the, the Braves in particular are a team that has unproject a lot of unprojectable talent or at least limited limited projections in comparison to say the Astros the Yankees um I all right so I want I actually want to save the Yankees for last yeah um, with the, yeah let's, let's save them for a little yeah, bit later let, let's talk about the Astros real quick um so the Astros to me this is a team to me that they, I feel like this is the team where the the alarm bells should be going off for a lot of people because just to run some numbers by you, okay? This is a team using the metrics that I used earlier. So their Babbitt Plus is a 103, and their white-rated runs created plus is a 113. Okay, fine. You're you're producing runs. You're getting a little bit of help from your Babbitt. You're also talking about a team with, to me, major pitching issues. So, for example, their, their FIP... Is it, their team FIP is a is for starters is a three seven six. Their expected FIP is a four three zero. It's the biggest gap uh, it, it, of any of the teams of concern, and one of the bigger gaps in baseball. So, I wonder 
if this is a team is, is Zach Greinke is really going to have to, he, it's going to really land on him to carry this load. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm not sure how much longer before Burlander gets back, but uh, yeah, he's out yeah, for the whole season. If I'm not, is mistaken. he done? Yeah. I think he's oh, gone for the whole season. Dang grief. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a good team, right? I mean, it's not, it's not a great team. I think there's advantages to their division. I don't think the Mariners can hold up what they're doing. Uh, the Rangers look terrible to me. Um, the athletics did go hot there for a while. Right. Um, I, I, I don't really see a lot of things fighting back against them within their division. Um, the angels, right. If they don't have any pitching, it's going to be hard for them to win games. They're just going to be another. Yeah, it's like, I don't know what it is with that place. It's like, it's Coors field without being Coors field somehow. Yeah. Right. It's just, and I think, yeah, it's not even the field, right. I mean, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's it feels clear. like Coors field because, Trout and Otani and Rendon are there, and then their pitching staff is there, so the opponents make it feel like it's course too. I, it's just something, right? So um, I think Houston's got the best shot. I mean, I think for Houston, what they they got to do is they got to win games that they're supposed to win, and they'll be just fine, right? I mean, against Oakland, who just got done winning what thirteen in a row, eleven in right? a row, eleven, 11 in, in a row, row whatever, eight thousand in a row, whatever it was. <laughs> Right. They just got done. And so far this season against Oakland, Houston's five wins, two losses, right? Uh, against the Angels, four wins and two losses, including today's loss. But against Seattle, Detroit, and Colorado, they were combined one and six, right? right. And just got flat out smoked in those games. I mean, uh, outscored 21 to 45 in those games against those teams. And it's just like, well, that's not how you, that's not what the Astros are, right? They, they can't be that bad, right? And uh, when they're beating the A's and the, and the Angels fairly well, who I think are the best competition in the, in the division. So, I think if they just stay healthy and uh, plow away, I think the bats do most of the work. Solid defense gets them there. And uh, and if pitching comes around and gets better as the season goes along, they'll be fine, I think, in that division. I really – if I was the Astros, I'd be I'd be pretty fine where, the, where I'm sitting, right? I think they're coming in now uh, – I think they will lost today, so they're 10 and 11. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I, I think Mike can – I think uh, we – I disagree with you there. I kind of – I feel like – I feel like this is a team where if you have a habitually injured Carlos Correa, mm-hmm. if you have him go down, you've got a major problem. If you have Jordan Alvarez, who is on the COVID-19 list, he comes back. I mean, that's all well and good. I just don't uh, – this team, to me, has a lot of holes in it. And um, I think that I, – I think the – there's two things. I think the A's are a little bit better than we think. I think the Astros are quite not as good as we think. I feel like this is a team in the sort of antithesis to the NL East, where there's so many good teams that it could like bring their win totals down just because they're beating up on each other so much. I kind of feel the like the same sort of effect could happen in the AL West because the Angels, I mean, yeah, their pitching staff is terrible, but it's not like, if you could get there, I think their team ERA is like a five and a half. It's something obnoxious. Yeah. It's something ridiculous. If you were to bring that down to even league average or slightly below league average, which is not asking a whole lot here, um, you you have a team that could rattle off a lot of wins. The Angels have the worst ERA in the in the 
Major League Baseball at 5.39. Right. Coming into today, right? And so that got a little bit better today since he only gave up two runs. But the next closest team to him was Arizona, and they had a fairly good day today. So they're going to move a little <laughs> Yeah, they're just up in there. Just twisting the knife there. Uh, It's it's so. so The Angels just are so far away from being competitive on that side of the baseball. They are, but but are but are they? I ask this. There, if you put one pit, I'm not saying with what they have, but I'm saying if somebody like actually gets their head on straight over there and adds a pitcher. If you get a pitcher to bring, if that ERA trickles its way down into the mid fours to the high, to the mid to high fours, yep. I mean they're all as is. I feel like it's not it, it's not unreasonable to think they're what a, a seventy nine win team. So yeah. so if you yeah, no five hundred team yeah yeah if you were to add maybe five four four wins three, four wins to that. You've got a competitor in that division. I don't think that it's, it's like the, it's like a few years ago where the Astros are just going to beat up no. on everyone. I feel like that division is, is in the same way. The NL East is good enough to bring the win total down. I feel like it just much like the central divisions, the AL West is bad enough to bring the, bring the win totals down. Yep. Um, so I that, think, that concerns think, me for the Astros. Yeah, and I think with the Astros, too, I don't think they were clear favorites or anything like that to begin the season anyway. I think a lot of people had the Angels and the and the Athletics right there with them, right? Yeah. So, um, I, I, yeah, are they disappointing for the way they've played somewhat? Yeah, but kind of where they expect them to be? Yeah, right there, right? I mean, yeah. uh, It's not that they've been terrible. It's just that they this early run has, has sort of, to me, exposed – some flaws in their team because I'm telling you, if they lose one, they're one injury away from of three guys who have all had significant IL time, you know, between Altuve, uh, Alvarez and Correa, they're one injury away from a major, major hole in their lineup. Yeah. And let's all take out Bragman, Brantley and, and Guriel. I, I think that they're doing all right. I really do. I really just, I think the division they're in, I think the schedule that they're going to have to play yet that even an injury or so might not actually be that damaging to this team. There's a lot of experience on it for what's left out there. It's not like these are new names in, in town that haven't done it before and that aren't producing now. Right. Um, Guriel, 182 OPS plus so far this year. Michael Brantley, a 172 OPS plus, and Bregman, 164. They lead the team, right? And those yeah. guys aren't guys with injury history, but decent bat history, right? So um, I I, th- I think that they're yeah I think they're strong. I think that uh, their odds uh, would get better with better pitching, right? But I mean, I think with what they've got with their Keedy and. Uh, Granky and and if McCullers Jr. can really kind of just spin one right, if he can get that curveball working, I mean, there's possibilities there. I think they've got a huge weakness there, but I don't yeah. think it's any worse than a lot of people's weaknesses. So, yeah, I think and I think another chunk of season about as long as the season's been so far, I think we'd have a better idea about the Astros. Yeah. Okay. That I think that's fair. Um, so Yankees. Yeah. Let's yeah, that, let's that. let's let's appease. So using <laughs> using the uh, again going back to the you know because I like to compare how much of this is luck, how much of this, and, and to use a normalization of the BABIP um, on a on a scale. Um, the a, the Yankees have an eighty seven BABIP plus, 
and a mm-hmm. 91 rated weighted runs created plus. Yeah. So just right off the bat there. Okay. And by, and this is, this is what, this is what I think uh, is, is concerning to me as a non-Yankees fan. I'm looking at that thinking, if you showed me that, I would think, wow, Judge and Stanton must be both injured. But they're not. They're, they're on not the field. Done. And and then it, it, on top of that, and I'm just going to sort of vomit my concerns out here and you're going to you're going to try to make me make make Yankees fans feel better. You're you're my you're my antidote here. But like so so you go from there. And then you so the on the offensive side, things are things are not great. Defensive side, things are not great, but it, a, a, but I'm not leaning too hard on the defensive metrics here because, as I'm sure Mark Simon or anyone would tell you, don't put a ton of weight into defensive metrics in, in these small sample sizes. And uh, I promise that's the only time I'll use the term small sample size. Um, the uh, what you should like, okay, Yankees bullpen. Yankees bullpen is great. It's Big it's pl- yeah, it's playing the way it's supposed to. Uh, it's a uh, it, Darn near the best bullpen in baseball, if not the best bullpen in baseball. Um, the starters, and th- and this is this is a little unfair, but I think it, but I think it, it warrants because it's hypothetical, but it warrants discussion. The rotation behind Garrett Cole, Jamison Tyone, uh, Jordan Montgomery, Corey Kluber, all Tommy John recoveries. They have combined, all of them have combined for a total of 122 innings pitched. From, that's including 2019 and 2020. And I get it, shortened season, but you're also talking all of 2019 too, a full season. Not only Kluber has pitched over 200 innings of, of the group in recent memory. Um, we're, we're talking about a team here. That you know, I talk about the Astros. Yeah, you know, they could have an injury to their to their lineup, and that could be a huge hole for them. Well, uh, you want to talk about like skating on thin ice? It, yeah. it, it it's bad enough if your bats aren't going. It's bad enough if you're not gloving the ball. Yeah, okay, great. Your rotation's a strong point, but boy, that's a that is a that is a tight rope to walk. Yeah, right. Starting pitching's got to get better, and uh, I mean, not on Garrett Cole, right? He's just right, well. Fine it's not there. that it's bad. It's just it's no. just so risky. I mean, it, it's not even really been that good, right? Between Montgomery, Clover, uh, Tyon, and Domingo Herman. Yeah, which I hate saying that fucking name. I know. <laughs> um, between those guys, I mean, you're looking at like a you know five and a half ERA, you know, accumulative between those four guys, and they're out there taking, you know, every fifth start for you. You know, I mean, except Garrett Cole's nice enough to be like, no, I'll only start every fifth day. I don't have to take every fifth start. I'll, <laughs> I'll jump my, I'll jump back into my line if I have to push somebody back. But so, can I say something about the ERA? I, you know, because the yeah. you bring up a really good point. So the ERA is really bad. But here's here's the other thing too. As a team, okay, their their um their xFIP is a three seven three. So, you know, XFIP taking in fielding. That is how bad your fielding is. Yeah. Like you're 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 inflating your your start your starter ERA by over yeah. a run yeah. and a half. And, and it, 
and you would think it'd be Glaber Torres would be the problem if you were following right. Yankee, right? Instead, he's like one of the leaders, in, you know, at shortstop for OAA and, and DRS this year for some dang reason, right? Nah, the issue is first base. I mean, son of a gun, they haven't had a first baseman that could play the position worth a damn since Teixeira left. Right, uh, Voight's okay, right? I mean, Bird could play a little bit of first base back. Did you just bring up Greg Albert. Bird? Wow, I, but I mean, wait, what <laughs> that's they, right. What yeah. were you supposed to do, Jay Bruce? can't scoop a ball right <laughs> he had to retire um and now you're back to dj lemay who should be a second baseman or third baseman or most likely a second baseman right, right? that's where he should be sitting shouldn't be playing first base so that you could put rugen in the door at second and it's just it's just not what you want defensively it is a very scrapped together defense uh frazier you know is is you know, prone to errors out in the outfield. Hicks, when he's healthy, is fine. Gardner can play the outfield; it has no arm. Um, and and Judge just isn't as fast and isn't as aggressive as he used to be after you know making dives and hard plays that, that that cost him time on the IL. So, yeah, their defense is just flat out terrible, and they need their bats to be alive. And with a bat up like they got, well, it's you know mostly small ballparks and much room to land a ball and play anyway. It's, it's they need to be they need to be for power right their power isn't there they're not hitting enough home runs and uh, they're definitely not hitting the home runs when there's guys on base so this is what's in and this is what's interesting to me too is like you know you talk about like um you know the the small ballpark and everything like that i mean yeah they're they're running well below league average they're like 28th or 29th in babbit plus um they're 13% below average so you have to kind of you have to understand that. But but here here's what gets me about it is that even if you're that far below, okay, you have some room to grow. If you have some room to grow, you're growing into like an average offense at this point. And you know, again, with Stanton and Judge in your lineup. Now, if Stanton or Judge go down, which Stanton, I mean, I know it's been kind of hit or miss, don't get me wrong. That dude is freaky. He just flicks the bat at the baseball and it just flies. But it's the what what disturbs me about this team is that we used to always say like oh what a freak thing right um, you know the Yankees played with fire with injuries for a long time Talkman and Urshela you know it, it was always kind of like these guys that would just step up from the from the abyss and just magically put on pinstripes and play good baseball it wasn't like and it was like oh unpreventable because remember at the time it was like. Nothing you can do to predict injuries. Nothing you can do to predict injuries. I look at this rotation after Garrett Cole, and I'm like, are you guys serious right now? Like, you can't predict injuries? with from You can't tell me that these starting five are the same five you're going to be rolling with in June at this point. Yeah, and, and that, I, I think that to keep them healthy, you have to keep the, the innings down, right? These are, you know... In today's baseball, you're spending more pitches to get an out than you ever did before, or just even get through a plate appearance than you ever did before. And these guys just aren't going to be people that can go deep. But that's where the bullpen's advantage is, right? Yeah, it feels like you might be burning them up if you're you're working on a ton of innings. But, I mean, they're going to the bullpen to get uh, Jonathan Loisica, Chad Green, and uh, Justin Wilson, and Luis Sessa. They're just going back there and grabbing a bunch of former, you know, starters yeah. that were starters not too long ago that are now just great middle relievers that are actually, you know, 
could be closers if you if you only used them for an inning, right? I mean, it's just amazing that how long the bullpen is, right? It's almost um, it's almost like instead of having one crazy Batances in there, they got like three, four light versions of him, and uh, they they can get a lot more innings out of their bullpen than they used to and expected. They just but they have to have a somebody like Cole and. And eventually somebody else is going to have to step up and find a way to get six innings out of an appearance every fifth start, because if Cole's the only one that can do that, then you're going to tax the bullpen, no matter how long they are. They, it's just not going to ever last. Right. I, I don't, I, I, that's you bring up a really good point. I had not considered that. And I think people should consider that, but at this, I agree. I, I agree with you also that you can't keep going to that. Well, all the time because there's a reason that Luis Sessa and Jonathan Loizaga are not in the rotation. I don't yep. feel as good going to them in the fourth inning, you know, or the when because I've got Jamison Tyone or even Corey Kluber. If Corey Kluber's not feeling exactly right, it's going to be a problem. And and you could say that about Montgomery. Montgomery, you know, is going to be on some kind of pitch limit, the innings limit this year. Yep. It's his first full year back from um, from Tommy John. Um, I have to, you know, Tyone had, had made a lot of adjustments. I'm not saying that it's a disaster. You know what I mean? Because oh. because statistically, it, it's held up so held up so far, and I could see it holding up for a little while longer. What what concern what makes the Yankees so concerning is that it's not like this is a team where there's risky aspects of it, you know. This is and but they're still performing okay. Like this is a team that's not performing well, and there are risky aspects to it. And yeah, I th- take taking yeah. risk and not getting the rewards that you get for right. taking those risks. Yeah, it's fine thing. to have a low BAPIP. You know, it, it happens. You know what I mean. But if you're if you're having these problems and the, you're rolling out your best lineup, you know, short of Luke Voigt, which I mean, I, I get that, but like, yep. you know, it, it, if I'm a Yankees fan, I think, I, I think that a little bit of it's, there's a spectrum of this and it's a little bit overblown. There's a ratio of this that it's overblown because it's the Yankees. I don't think the Red Sox are going to win the AL East. I just, I don't see that, yep. that this is a sustainable pattern. Um, but I, I also think there's some merit to it. I think there's some merit to be concerned because if things can go from bad to worse here. Oh, yeah. Because you have a very I mean, injury-prone team. And, and those injury-prone, well, I wouldn't call them injury-prone specifically, right? Let's talk just the Tommy John guys alone, right? Yeah. None of them are spring chickens, right? So it's not like, <laughs> it's true. Uh, you know, you got somebody coming back as 22, 24 years old or something like that. I mean, the youngest one of them that's fighting back right now is uh, Montgomery at 28 years old. So uh, Tyon's 29, Kluber's 35. So it's not like any of these guys are, you know, just like, I, I got to I got the youth on my side too. No, really. And Montgomery's only got one season of a hundred plus innings under yeah, his belt right? ever. And that was like four years ago, three mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. Boy, it was, you know, it was a good start, right? I mean, a great start to a career. It looked like it was going to be like something that could take off and you're hoping to get that guy back, but he's just, you know, he's supposed to be in his prime and he's still fighting back. So we're, you know, the same with Luis Severino whenever he gets back. Yeah. What are you going to get? What and that's the thing is is you're talking about a team to me that's very very 
thin and underperforming. I, I'm not ready to, I'm not like joining the, you know, disband the Yankees, you know, start rebuilding like, you know, bandwagon and all that. Or I wouldn't go so far as to say they're unwatchable on defense. It's a little tense, you know, but, um, I th- their pitching hasn't been their problem. It yeah. really isn't. They, they've, they've done their expectations pretty much. You got what you got from your pitchers, right? You knew what you're going to get from Colton. The rest were kind of like, ah, coin toss what you're going to get every day. Uh, but your hitting's got to hit, and, and they're not. It's uh, The Yankees have the worst wins above average amongst position players in the league. They're the worst team in the league behind Detroit. So, um, yeah, it's they're not doing what – we expect from the offensive side. I think that changes a lot of the outcomes of games. If the offense does what they do, because I think pitching has kept up with its thing. And if anything, I mean, we all kind of expected the relief pitchers to be pretty decent there, but I think they're actually outperforming what they probably are too. And that's, that's scary for Yankees too, right? Because right. if they kind of come back to where we probably belong, then, uh Oh, right now, all of a sudden any one run leads or tight games, you know, you're, you're looking at, at, at losing some of those. So yeah, gotta it, start hitting. Yeah. You gotta, I agree. You gotta start hitting. And at some point you can't, you know, you can't write it off <laughs> at some point. You can't write it off to bad luck. Uh, you know, uh, it's yeah. Yeah, yeah. At some point no. you can't write it off. Yeah. Eventually you gotta, you gotta be, you gotta hit in a clutch, right? I mean, uh, you, you, you can say that it's not a stat or whatever you want, but I mean, they're hitting 221 with the uh, with runners in scoring position, and and that's like the second or third lowest in the American League, sixth overall. But if you go a little bit beyond that and look for trying to score more than one run at a time, which the league's kind of built off of now, right? We're not just because the guy on second or third just trying to get him home. That's only one run, right? But if you're looking for multiple run innings, you're going to look for slugging percentage when you've got runners in scoring position. And the Yankees have a 270 slugging percentage with runners in scoring position, making them the worst in the American League. And only the Mets have a worst uh, 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 time at that, right, in, in baseball right now. It's, I mean, it's early, but, yeah, you gotta you got to get some runs across the board. And right now the Yankees just can't do it. Right. And, and you know, the other thing to factor in here too is because teams like these are the ones that typically become buyers at the deadline, you know, mm-hmm. teams that maybe are underperforming a little bit. Um, and the thing that should, that would make me another cause for concern. The reason I, I would say the Yankees are the Astros are the most concerning, but the, another thing to, to figure and this, and this reasoning is somewhat similar. Cashman is known for staying pat. And there's, mm-hmm. I don't think there's any reason to think that it'll be any different this year. Um, you know, Anthopolis, uh, Alex Anthopolis in Atlanta is aggressive. You could, he's, it seems almost to me like a lock. He's going to add a bullpen arm at the deadline or, or yep. thereabouts. Um, you know, in Houston, you know, Houston, they've made some big deals and stuff like that, but I'm not really sure, you know, what to expect from them. What do you trade away? You know what I mean? To get, to get there. Um, and now, go ahead. Maybe the biggest concern for the Yankees is their division also too, right? Right. We mentioned division with the other people. I didn't mention the Yankees, but that's a damn division, right? I mean, the Red Sox are playing good. They've got the confidence, right? They've got the right ballpark to rack a bunch of runs up. So their bad pitching might not hurt them that bad as long as they can hit. Um, the Rays will always just be the Rays one way or another. I mean, we were all high on the Blue Jays before the season. I'm still fairly high on them. I think that they could be pretty special. 
And uh, yeah, and then there's the Orioles, right? That are playing better baseball than I have over the last few years. I'll give them that. They're a 50 so. win team to a 60 win team. It's, yeah, yeah. So. I, I'm with you. I, I think the division, the context of the division is important for the Yankees because of the divisions we've talked about. See, the East, the, in, in, the NL East and the AL West, they're teams that, like we talked about, they, their win totals can be kind of dragged down a little bit because of the competitive nature of their division. I feel like the East could be one of the, the AL East could be one of these divisions. There's some talented teams in here, but there's also teams like Boston. That's way overperforming their, their roster. There's team, in my opinion, there's teams like the Rays who I've the, you know what? Yeah, they have a good team, but like, you just never know with the Rays. Like, you know, eventually something could not work out. I don't know, but, um, I'm kind of like speculating here, uh, into the wind, but uh, this is a division that you could get buried in if you if you you know if you stay at this level. The Yankees continue to play like this. You could get buried in that division. And, yeah, things uh, could go wrong really quick in this division. Really can so yeah, more so just, than the other divisions, I think. Yeah, because I mean, you just can't expect to take two out of three within your division when you're playing these series, and they've got to play a ton of those series uh, within the division. So yeah, it's it's not the start that you're looking for. Uh, nine and twelve, right? But I mean, if you're gonna hang anything on as a Yankee fan, is looking at fan graphs and being like, oh, they still got us down for seventy-seven and a half percent chance to make the post. They're easy, the most talented <laughs> team of this group to me, but and by yep. by a, a margin, by a margin, I feel like yep. they're the most talented group. So uh, they're the most talented, but to me, you know, the Astros to me are the most concerning, but the Yankees have the most, the widest extremes of outcomes. They could they could turn around and go on an absolute tear and finish with ninety five wins for the year and nobody would you know I'd be like okay that's fine I get it yep. um, but they probably got the most pressure on them right I mean, it, they could also preseason expectation they could seriously also lose ninety games like I'm dead serious like this team could go anywhere from winning ninety five to losing ninety. Like they have the widest range of outcomes. I feel like I feel like the Braves and the Astros. Yeah, they're 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 you know they could at their worst. I feel like they'll probably settle in somewhere in the eighties, somehow or another, which is below expectations for those teams. You know what I mean? And they're and it's concerning, g- given like we talked about the division. But the Yankees, I mean, they could. <laughs> I I have no no idea what to expect. Yeah, because the I team's too talented. I think for how bad they've struggled, somehow pulling nine and twelve out of this so far this season is is pretty impressive. But uh, it's not been against the most impressive of teams, and uh, yeah, they've got a lot of a lot of proving to do. So um, yeah, only the future can tell us more on that. Yeah, talented team on paper. Does paper teams don't win baseball games real teams have to win baseball games and so you gotta get out there and find those w's and prove that yeah what everybody's been saying on paper is true and uh yeah they just haven't quite got to that point not really actually feel like they're close to it some days it does right some days it feels like they're like you know i don't remember who they were playing i think it was the orioles a couple weeks back where they were like they out hit them by like 10 hits lost the game in that stupid extra innings rule right and uh and and it's just like man, you just got to get them across the plate when you got that many people on base, and they just can't. Sometimes it just seems like all season they haven't been able to. But yeah, see, yeah. and that's that's a stat that could normalize. So, 
Um, so let's, let's talk about some other teams. Like, you know, we, we, uh, you know, we were thinking what's one team that, what's one team that jumps out at you is like, you know, either on either extreme, like, Hey, this is a team that's surprisingly not as good as a, a, not off to a good start or a team that's off to a really good start. And, um, we were messaging before the show and I, I love your pick. So, so talk about the Kansas city Royals. Yeah, the Royals to me, right? I mean, I I'll, I I kind of saw them as a 500 team before the season started. I kind of pulled the people out there to see what they thought, and most of seventy uh, percent of the people thought they were a sub 500 team coming into this season. But I mean, I thought for what they had pieced together during this off season that uh, that they could be dangerous. I didn't really overly care that much for everybody in the division, right? I like the White Sox, but. There's a lot of youth and inexperience there and a lot of, uh, you know, you know, hope at the pitcher position to me. Just got some time and it's ran by La Russa, right? The Twins, I wasn't sure about their pitching. And then, you know, Cruz is getting older. Well, well what are they going to do this year? So I kind of expected Detroit to stink. Um, and Cleveland losing Lindor and losing that that power there. That I, mean, I guess not power, that, uh, that spark, right? Mm-hmm. I just... I don't know. I was already high on the Royals coming into it. They've played well. They've done exactly what they're supposed to do since they've started the season. Um, I think it's a not riding on the back of anybody, right? I mean, it's a it's a team effort. People are, are just doing their jobs. It's a very um, balanced lineup. Not a great lineup, but it's equally as not great all the way through it. And it seems to be just enough to get runs across the board. So um, I, I'm jacked, right? I mean, just a uh, they they've already made themselves up to be about what 14% chance to make the post. Yeah. I saw that, which is pretty amazing to me. Um, right now they're after today, they're tied for the fewest strikeouts in the American league, uh, with the Astros who we were talking before, just put the ball in play. Um, and which I love, I love in that stadium because the home runs just don't come uh, in Kansas city. That, uh, that at least you are you got swingers that are just at least going for balls in play. Um, that leads to a team that's going to you know reach on errors for how fast they run. Uh, currently, they're fourth on on that this year. How many times they've uh, put the ball in play and just yeah force a play? Okay, we'll take a free base runner if you're going to give it to us. Um, yeah, it, it it's and not slumping at all. That's another thing about this team, right? I mean, it's a young season and everything, but their longest losing streak is just two games. They've had a couple of those, and they've had two one-game or three one-game losing streaks or something like that. It's they just they've been consistent. They've been in every game. It seems like if they're not in the game, they're in the game the next day. Um, solid play. Um, one-run ball games, right? They're five and zero so far this year in one-run <laughs> ball games. That is a that's something that's unsustainable. I love the number and I think it's unsustainable. I hope they can sustain it because I love this team. I like, uh, I like Carlos Santana drawing walks and getting, you know, not ridiculed for it. Like he did the, in Cleveland where it's like, he needs to swing at the ball. We need to need him to drive in some runs. It's like, well, why, why can't somebody else do it? Right. <laughs> if, he's, if he's getting on base, find somebody else to knock in the ball. You can't do both. It, right? it's, and, it's really, no, seriously, it, it's, it's, I did some, it's, it's all unsustainable for me with this team, but then again, they've see they, I, they've done this before. And with this same style of play, what the hitting to me could, could keep up. And in that division, I wouldn't be surprised if they were in front. What, what, 
should uh, should cause alarm for me with Royals fans is the pitching. And not in a sense where like, oh, it's been pretty good so far. But you mean to tell me that Danny Duffy is... <laughs> Danny Duffy has a .5 ERA right now. It's pretty good. <laughs> and a 403 XFIP. Yep. And a 4.8% home run to fly ball ratio. <laughs> now, for, for me... A two, that just doesn't seem uh, that doesn't seem sustainable. And uh, you know, you look down the list, and, and you've got a lot of pitchers. You know that uh, to me are not going to uh, maintain the clip that they have. Now that being said, don't I? It would not surprise me that if this team could run and bat their way into a pretty pretty good spot in this division with some really anemic teams you know i i love I, i'm very high on the white Sox. i think the i think the white Sox are are dynamite um but they have some flaws the twins have some flaws uh this is this is probably short of the nl central the al central is probably one of the most up for grabs divisions among teams that would be non-factors in other divisions and i almost think that it's I think those are the two easiest. They're the t- most two toss-up divisions, but I think it's flip-flopped now. I really think the AL Central belongs to. I think the AL Central's more of a mystery to me than the NL Central. Seems I agree with mystery that right now. I feel like that. I understand that the Brewers are actually good. Yeah, I really do. I think that they are starting to carve their way into that. Hey, I'm the best team in this division. I think Cincinnati's underperforming within that division right now, right. Uh, record-wise. Uh, whatnot and Chicago and St. Louis are going to be tough. Yeah. I think there's a lot in there. I mean, Pittsburgh's playing over the top of themselves right now, but to me, yeah, I, I think when you look at the AL central, I feel like the white Sox might just not be what everybody thought they were going to be. Yeah. They seem like the team most, <laughs> I mean, they could, they have the team with the potential to be one of the bigger disappointments short of the Yankees falling into that, like, you know, uh, really you know, poor outcome. Uh, I could see us talking about the White Sox as one of the bigger disappointments this year. Um, they just, yeah. They're just an injury away. I mean, yeah. they, like we've talked before, they just don't seem to have the depth to, to take and sustain a, a major injury. And if that major injury is on the pitching front, oh, man. Yeah, they've got real problems. Yeah. Um, and so, so we, we, we alluded to it a second ago. Moving to the NL Central, I want to talk about my favorite team that is not my team the, to talk about, because this team has been utterly confounding to me for like three consecutive years. That's the Cincinnati Reds. Right. All right. This is this team. I got, we got to talk about this. All right. So uh, when I wrote this this afternoon and I didn't check the score of the game today, because uh, I, I did baseball is kind of dead to me today. Um, uh, <laughs> the Reds what? lost have lost six in a row. We're last in the NL Central, but did you know they have the second best run differential in the National League and have scored the most runs in baseball before today? Like, <laughs> how right. are you or are you not in the NL Central, the division that's supposed to be like th- this team? It, it, like, if you didn't show me their record, I would think this is like a first place in a first division or, you know, contender in a first division team. They're sixth in runs created, weighted runs created plus. They are, their starting rotations about average at 407 FIP. Luis Castillo is underperforming. 
Uh, please start performing, Luis. I just traded for you in my fantasy league. <laughs> um, but you know what's get, what's killing them right now? It, it, what's killing them right now is the most fixable part of a team and uh, in the early going, and that's their bullpen. Their, their relievers have a 525th, that's 29th mm-hmm. in baseball. I think they're going to be fine. I think that offensively, as the months continue on and offense continues to increase across the league, I, this is the team. Remember, we talked. We talk a lot about the ball and how it's going to, uh, uh, you know, not fly as far. I don't think that matters as much in Cincinnati because it's already small. It's just going from leaving the stadium to just going into the grandstands. I I honestly feel like the Reds are like a sneaky playoff team here like you know sans trevor bauer and all of that i think they are a sneaky playoff team that that we're not talking enough about i i would like to see them get back to yeah the the, the 2020 team that they were right um and i think if you're getting that then then you got the the right the right goods right i mean the the players are in place right i think that the the reds have the right people on the field to do some damage especially within that division um yeah i just think you know that hot start was just uh you know you talked about the run differential well it's just you know when you blow out wins right off the bat you still don't get credit for one win right um and after losing the day, they've lost seven in a row and still have a plus 11 run differential on the season uh, and the worst record in the National League Central. Um, right. They're, they're a mystery. They're a mystery. I like uh, I like Winker, Castellanos there. Um, I, it, the, the, who's catching there? Uh, Barnhart. Tucker right? Barnhart, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that the team's got some some good pieces in place but man i don't know man if joey vado's nah he's just a <laughs> shell of himself anymore it almost feels like it's heading down pools well, land right? he, yeah it's, but you know what he 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 does the one thing to an extreme that you can't that age affects probably the least and that's getting on base he yeah. he is he gets on base at an epic rate this is uh, to me. I look at the Reds and I look at that division. The Brewers, like you said, I accept that the Brewers are a good team. Yeah. I think that the Brewers and the Cardinals, to some degree, they're teams that are just built differently than the rest of the league. They're defense first. Uh, you know, try to go with solid starting pitching. It's almost like an old school roster construction in a way. So yeah. uh, you look. So you look at those teams and say, okay, that's that's fine. The Reds, to me, have the most explosion. Like, they could lose seven in a row. But this is a team that could also, like, go, you know, 15-2, and two, you know, over a stretch. Oh, yeah. They they have that potent offense. And as the, as the year progresses on, the bullpen, to me, will even out. And it, a lot like the Braves. You know, the... Uh, what will ultimately happen is they they could find their se- themselves in a position where they are buyers at the deadline and they sell off, you know, something to bring in a, a shutdown reliever. You know, I think Amir Garrett will write the ship. I think there's yeah. a I think there's a lot to like on that team. And it's really just one aspect of their team that's just not performing. 
and that's and that's their bullpen. At least you can isolate it. You know, it, it's not quite like the Braves or the or the uh, Yankees, where the problems are becoming are are more widespread. Yep. You know, it, gotcha. It, that's th- this is this is a very isolatable problem, and if for some reason the bullpen gets right, you've got a real chance at this at, at the Reds just maybe even putting some distance between them themselves around the deadline. Yeah, because I mean, if you, if you get that bullpen rocking and roll in the right direction, and then you get Castillo and like Sonny Gray putting up some more uh, productive uh, innings, then. Yeah, I mean, you know, if you got that type of pitching and and the hitting that you do have on your team, right? I mean, it's not been terrible. It hasn't been overly clicking lately or anything like that. But, I mean, it's still not bad if you get Suarez going and uh, Winker and Castellanos and, and the gang, right? I, I mean, Naquin's been hot to start the season. Um, yeah, I, I think that – I think there's a – you know, I, I don't see why this team couldn't make a push for – winning the division still it's way too early to ever count them out that's dang sure they're Um, they're expected win losses they're 11 and 10 so they're they're underperforming the record they're they're just so so extreme they're two and seven on the road and and you know i i know a lot of these losses have come on a road trip so you're really talking about like you know one one or two road trips here but like it, it it seems to me like a team that could rattle off a bunch of wins and uh, and surprise everybody so you know they did just get swept by the diamondbacks at home so i mean it's yeah well so did the braves so it's yeah right it's still (laughs) and we did it in much more (laughs) grandiose fashion (laughs) when we get swept we get fucking swept we we know how to do this we get we get Uh, shop vacked we got (laughs) shop vacked out of atlanta yeah yeah no it's just yeah i think it just we we have we learned a bunch about teams yeah we might have learned mostly about you know who's had slow starts who's had you know hot starts and who's overperforming who's underperforming and we know who's maybe struggling due to injury right but you know we're starting to figure out a lot about these teams and uh and we're getting a the small sample size isn't so much small anymore so um well, yeah, you're, it's a- you're you're seeing a lot, you know. Like I said, it, it, you're. We're, this is not to say this is how the season's going to finish up, but it is to say, all right. Well, look, you know, yeah, you're you're twenty, you know, twenty two, twenty three games into the season, unless you're the Mets, and you you have to figure, okay, something is actionable here. Like something, right, like with the Reds, your bullpen needs help. You know, if you're the Yankees. You got to figure out something with the uh, with the rotation behind Cole. It's going well now, but what happens when it doesn't? Um, and maybe that's what's also scary about the Yankees is that you can't really. What do you really even do about this? Like you know, you, you're they're on the field, they're healthy. What are you going to do? Go get a? I don't know, but it, it's. It's got to start getting the production out right. of what you're, what you're expecting to get, right? All the, all the paperwork tells you that these guys are supposed to produce at a certain level. Now we need that production so that they can win, right? It's just, the Orioles have scored seven more runs than the Yankees this this season. <laughs> like, uh, I, I don't. That's about right. Yeah, I mean the <laughs> uh, you look you, th- you look at teams that have scored more runs. The Indians, excuse me, the Cleveland team has scored more runs than the Yankees. The Texas Rangers have scored eleven more runs than the Yankees. 
Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the Washington Nationals are the only team with any real significant, much of a lower, you know, Detroit. Yeah, they've scored 67. You know, you're looking at a, te- at a team in the Yankees that has real, real concerns. This isn't small. Yeah. You know, you, like you said, the sample sizes are starting to kind of take shape a little bit. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the season as a as a baseball game, right? Like I always, you know, eighteen games is is an is an inning in the season, right? right? You get nine of those sets of eighteen, you get yourself one hundred and sixty two. You know, so basically, we're like an out or two into the second inning right now. I mean, how? I mean, if you're a fan of whatever team you're a fan of, I mean, how do you feel an out or two into the second inning? You know, do you feel like your team's in a good enough spot that? that they can do all right with where they're at. You feel like, oh, okay, well now they just got to hold on. There's this, a, uh, I mean, it's, it's early, right? It's only the second inning. So, but there's gotta be some panic for some, especially people that had, you know, a team that had as high expectations as the Yankees did. Um, yeah. I mean, you're in the second inning and it feels like you're already down by two because of that expectation. When in all reality, you're probably only down by one. Yeah, I agree with you. I think it, I think it's still extremely early in the season, but it's also like, you know, you can't dismiss that your team has problems because it's early in the season. If you're in yeah. Atlanta, you cannot you cannot keep saying that, oh yeah, the bullpen will figure it out. If you're in New York in the American League, you can't say, well, maybe actually both of them. You know, you can't just say, oh yeah, the bats will heat up. You're like, yeah, for sure, no problem. Um, you're, you know, or everybody will stay healthy. That's okay. Um, you know, and if you're in, in, on the opposite end, if you're in Seattle, you're like, yeah, this is fun for right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 But no, everything's going great. If you're in San Francisco, it's like, I don't, I don't think, I don't I don't think the giants are as good as we all want them to be. Um, yeah. Right. That was one of the teams that I really want to, you know, look into also and didn't pick, but you know, curious about teams like the Giants and the Mariners and and why they're clicking and how they're how they're winning their games, right? Yeah, it's been it, fun for those fans. Yeah, it, but, it's, but I, ultimately, I think that the the teams we talked about today are, are ones to watch. There's some other ones too. You know, mm-hmm. I'm interested in are are the Angels going to do anything this year? You know, what about Toronto? They were the sexy pick this year. Are the White Sox yeah. a disappointment? You know, the just panning out to be a disappointment. There's so much still to talk about, but ultimately, I think if I think if I am one of those three teams, and uh, that we mentioned in Atlanta, in uh, New York, or in Houston, I think you should all be concerned to varying levels. Yep. Um, but Jim, and Jim, you know, I think everybody has an opinion on who should be most concerned at yep. this point. Yeah, and I mean, uh, like I said at the beginning, I think the Twins fans probably could probably feel like they belong in that group too, and I wouldn't blame them for feeling like they belong in that group. Yeah. I might not have had as high expectations for them as many did. Uh, they've had great success recently and didn't really do much to change their team from being a successful team. So everything seemed like it was pointing in the right direction for them, but um, they've had a hell of a start, right? Losing again to the Pirates today. So uh, I, I would, I wouldn't. I mean, if if I was a Twins fan, I'd be as concerned as any of the teams that we were on today. But I feel like the teams that we were talking about today were the ones that had the most legit chance of making the postseason of the of the teams and a threat to actually win the World Series too. Where I don't feel that way about the Twins. Yeah, I agree with you. I think like you know, if you you know, the point is, if you blindfolded me 
and said, pick the division leaders at, you know, 22 games in the season, I would have picked the Braves. I would have picked the Yankees and I would have picked uh, the Astros, you yeah. know, seemed pretty easy. And now maybe it's not. So we'll see yeah. how it goes. Um, until then, um, I think uh, we'll just uh, unless you got something else. I just think it's a uh, straight up got to keep watching baseball and monitor it. Shucks, man. I guess yeah. we'll just have to <laughs> stay tuned. Darn I know, it. right? Uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's nice to be able to just uh, take in what we've gotten so far. I'm glad we're in the middle of a full season versus what we were doing this time last year. And uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm just jacked to see what you know inning two for this season has for us. All right. Well, we'll leave it there, and we'll uh, we'll be back. Uh, we'll do this again next week. Maybe yeah, maybe we'll bring a friend. Why not?